This is the Total BS Podcast with Brett Stop. Brett talks about video games, sports, wrestling, movies and TV, fatherhood, and more. I know, I know. There's a lot of podcasts out there that talk about games and sports and wrestling and movies, and but this one doesn't suck, okay? The Total BS Podcast. Here's Brett Stop. Okay, and we're live. Very first episode. Let's go. Okay, so with this being the pilot episode, I guess I should start off by telling you how this all got started. One of my buddies and I, my actual first guest, was sitting at work one day and we were talking about uh, maybe making a podcast. This was probably, I'm going to say six or seven months ago or so, maybe even a little longer than that, but uh, we were kind of joking around about it and I was kicking around and then I thought, you know what, like, I think I think we could do it. I mean, I think he's going to have his own separate show and we might even turn this into like a, a co-thing maybe one day, but uh, I think we're going to do like an individual thing and then do one together uh, soon, but uh, first... Thank you guys for maybe tuning in, listening. I mean, this is just, like I said, it's just going to be a fun thing. We're going to try to do once a week and uh, see where it goes. But uh, a little bit about myself. Obviously, my name's Brett. I'm 27. I have a beautiful wife, two kids. I grew up in a very, very, very small town uh, outside of Enid, Oklahoma. Covington, Oklahoma is actually where I grew up. Played sports all throughout high school and went to college at a NOC in Enid. And then after... After that, I was like, well, um, don't really like NOC. So I went to Northwestern Oklahoma State in Alva and uh, did college there. So one thing led to another. Uh, I ended up working back in Enid after that. I worked for a, a uh, customer service company called Stratus Contact Solutions. I was the uh, trainer and recruiter there for a long time. And now I'm at Stewart Nissan in Enid where... I do a bunch of different stuff, but mainly my main goal is to sell cars, and that's what brings me into this whole podcast, and my buddy Joe, who's my first guest, uh, we, we're kind of in this grind together, and uh, it's fun. It's an everyday thing. You get to contact, I mean, new people, different people every day, sometimes sometimes good, sometimes bad, but but yeah, so that's a very, very brief background of of myself and we'll get into that maybe soon and stuff like that with kids and all this other stuff with uh with my guests today um so without any further ado my buddy joe becerra um is my first guest so welcome to total bs thank you for having me man this is pretty cool yeah dude yeah dude I'm, i'm glad we finally did this just a little bit of a background on joe uh joe Joe grew up in California, so uh, we're gonna hit on that a little bit. Hit on some sports, some video games, some WWE, some some anything we can kind of think of type stuff. Like I said, this is our pilot episode, so I guess first let's hear about how let's hear about you. Well, man, um, well I grew up in Southern California, said um, in the Inland Empire. Born into LA County, then I just kind of like ventured off to Arizona for a little bit, and I came back to to. Uh, the Inland Empire, which is like San Bernardino, Riverside. Pretty cool out there. I love it. I love it. It's like a, maybe an hour away from Los Angeles, two hours away from San Diego, uh, about an, 45 minutes away from the beach. So it's in the middle. 
Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that way you can get a little bit of everything. Yeah, you got the uh, the Snowy Mountains, Big Bear, one yeah. side. You got the Huntington Beach, the other side. You got Alley's Hollywood, and you got San Diego's area. Pretty sweet. Yeah, so you get a little bit of like everywhere, being from there. So, so what do you? What's it like being in Enid compared to compared to like California? I mean, that's that's a huge jump. I mean, what what brought you from from uh, California to Enid, Oklahoma? It was a it was a big difference. It was a lot of people called it culture shock. Uh, when I first moved here, I worked at a well. When I first got here, I only came to visit because my uh, my now wife was you know just my friend, and I was like I'm gonna go visit you in Oklahoma. So I came down to visit her, and I came I left back, and then another Christmas I came down to visit, and um, I thought it was kind of like pretty uh, quiet, total opposite of what I grew up in. Definitely. And I uh, I don't know like. I'm not sure if I saw myself living here, but then I came to visit and my plane ticket said, you know, my flight back was in February. I thought I was only here for like a week. And I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was really weird. I was like, oh, all right, let me, let me, let me book a flight to go visit her. And I'm like, man, the ticket's kind of expensive. But I found out I was here for like three weeks. So oh, I got, I, yeah, I was like, what am I going to do for three weeks? So I found a job at Napoli's, this local Italian restaurant that's actually still going on right now. I was there. Um, and I was like, you know, what, let me just try moving down here. But before all that happened, I, I went, you know, my mom passed away, and uh, that was a big hit. And I yeah, was like, definitely. Man. So I was like, let me just try something new. Yeah. And the cost of living in California is pretty expensive. It's really high. Yeah. So I didn't really want to, I don't know, see if I could do that because I was living in the ghetto. Yeah. You know. No, dude, I don't blame you. I would have, I would have done the same thing. It's hard to, it's hard to do that though because I mean, you got friends and. And I mean, I know you lost your mom, but other family members in California yeah. that I know you have there going from just nothing, just, you don't really know what's in yeah. Enid for you. You know what I mean? And now, now you've got, I mean, a wife and a couple boys. I mean, yeah. that's something we definitely share in common. Joe's got a couple boys. I've got a couple boys. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's a huge culture shock. Like you said, it was um, cold, man, everything closed. Yeah. Everything was closed like eight o'clock and you weren't even allowed <laughs> to sell beer or alcohol. I guess um, on the weekends or something like that. It was called the Tri County, which I never heard of, and I was working at Napoli with a restaurant. Oh, that here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, here what? in Indy. So I was, I was serving. Like people from Texas would come down and order beer and alcohol and wine and all this. So I would serve them, and then my my boss was like, "Hey, you can't be serving them alcohol." I'm like, "Why not?" I'm like, "Well, you can't. Sundays you're not allowed to serve alcohol." I'm like, "Who says?" Because well, the state of Oklahoma, right? Yeah, yeah. So you didn't know, right? Right. It's on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So I had to actually sometimes I had to go back and sorry, let me get your take beer. it back. Yeah, <laughs> lose my liquor license. There goes, yeah, there goes your tip. Yeah. Yep. So what what brought you to what brought you to Stewart Nissan? What what Man. made you want to jump to selling cars? I didn't want to sell cars. I always always was afraid to work commission because yeah. I well it's not that I'm not a self motivator and like that. It's just like it's so the income is not always there yeah and it's, it's scary i mean it, it is makes, but what made me get here is um i got let go at my other job i was a manager at anytime fitness uh, facility and i was um there for a year and then they sold it to two people out of houston and then they didn't really do much with the with the gym and then i was like all right well can i you know do some things in the gym but can i get some more equipment can i hire someone to clean because you're you know you guys need that and they're like no we're not going to do that and then it took me a lot, a lot of complaining, a lot of complaints from other members saying, hey, I want new equipment. Yeah. I need more dumbbells or this and that. Right. And I was just like, what about classes? And all these other gyms are offering this and we're the most expensive gym. And I was trying to root 
for other for these for these people who are paying like sixty bucks a month. Yeah, that's Everybody crazy. Else is, there's Planet Fitness down the street, ten dollars a month. And, yeah. Uh, so people started liking me because I started like getting stuff in, like a stairmaster, and like they should even had they should already had that stuff. Yeah. Um. So they sold it to two people out of Houston. They ran it to the ground. It was crap, and I didn't like them at all. I honestly mm-hmm. didn't. Um. And then they fired me. They right when I off asked them if I could get like some time off for my to go back home for California. Mm-hmm. And like I had my my vacation set up. They sent one of their representatives to say, "Hey, Joe, we don't need you anymore." I was like, well, "Okay, what about my vacation pay?" And they're like, "No." You just, what? Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't. They didn't give me my vacation you out of your pay. Vacation? That's no, jacked up. Feels pretty whack. Yeah. So, I mean, going from the gym, you seem like you've been able to stay in jobs where you can talk to people you know what i mean yeah. even at napoli's you were you were in front of people at the gym you were communicating with gym members all the time and then especially here i mean we talked to some of the craziest i mean outlandish people that you could possibly think of yeah and so it, is it is it that that you like about selling cars i mean what is it that keeps you here and keeps you keeps you going i do like that I get to talk to different people. Yeah. You know, that is one thing that I do like. I like, um, with Napoli's, I like meeting different customers, especially when there was an event. People from out of state would come in. They don't know me, so I can right. actually be silly or tell a joke or show my personality where, and then it leaves me a better tip. And then with the gym membership, it was fun because we get to talk to new people and I get to see, in my in that own little area, it was like, hey, hey there's Joe, hi. And I said, hi. And I'll say, hey, tell your, customer, tell your cousins or whatever it is about this gym and I'll hook you up with this and that. So I get to talk to people was which what it was fun um, here and anytime uh, here at Stuart Nissan. Um, besides, you know, stro- you know, the commission stuff. Uh, I did like I do like talking to customers and getting to help them out. There's times when there's this old lady that her husband died and needed a car. She had like three junkers. Me and my uh, our, our old finance manager, Michael, we actually helped her out get into an a actually really good car. Yeah, for what those little junkers were worth, and it was felt good because she started crying. Right, it makes you feel good that you got to help somebody out. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, definitely. I, you know it, was, it just felt real good. It, that's kind of a diamond in the rough, like. But those mm-hmm. little diamonds make it all worth it. You know what I mean? Whenever, because yeah. we do deal with a lot of BS. I mean, stigmas. Working, Stig- yeah, yes. it, it, it is. Stigmas. I mean, customers come in and they already have their guards up when they talk to us and everything. I get that. I mean, especially with the way they probably got treated before they bought their first car or whatever. Yeah, in the movies, you know, you, they yeah, see, in the movies, the car dogs. You see or... the memes on Facebook about car salesmen and stuff like that, and yeah. and we try to be the exact opposite of that, opposite of that and change their opinion on us, you know. And uh, those are always fun whenever you can actually dig down and help somebody out and yeah, change their life a little bit, you know, make them forget some of the the sucky stuff going on at home and. I mean, they can kind of drive away happy, you know? Yeah. So that for me makes it worth it too. Right. You told me how I got in Stuart Nissan. Well, um, Sean Murphy actually, when I was working at the gym, <laughs> Sean Murphy actually sold me a Rogue. Yeah. And he drove to my gym, to the gym because my wife was like, well, my husband hasn't seen the car. He's like, well, we'll drive it over there. So he drove it to me. I actually liked it. I yeah. enjoyed it a lot. And I actually never had that to where a salesman comes to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually helped out with the sale to, yeah. to come to me and, and I test driven it and I liked it. And then, uh, yeah, we went over at the end of the day, I did my paperwork. And then the finance manager um, ended up being Garrett, which yeah. I knew him from any time, from uh, Napoli's. So okay. when I first moved here, he left me uh, a, a good tip. Yeah. You know, 
he said that uh, God put it in his heart to leave a good tip. And this is when I first moved here. I didn't have any money or anything. He left me a hundred bucks. Dang. On the table. That's nuts. He, all he did was order a small pizza and I think two sodas. Yeah. And he was on his way out and I was like, hey man, I, your change. I was like, hey, do, you know what you need your change? He goes, no, that, that's for you. I already paid for my ticket. I was like, oh, for real? And then I recognized him when I came in to buy the car and then something clicked. He goes, hey, I thought I, I think I know you. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's like three years later or something. I, yeah. And then it finally clicked. And clicked. It was like, it was yeah. Him. So that's he crazy. that too. And then he's like, hey, and then the next day, Sean Murphy brought me an application to say, hey, <laughs> you want to sell cars? I was like, no, nah, I'm good, man. And then, you know, a couple of months later or a month actually. Yeah. The guys from Houston sold the gym and they wanted to start fresh with all their employees. So I was left without a job. I didn't want to do commission, but Garrett seemed really cool about it. We ate Octavio's for my interview, and uh, that Friday, I started. That's when you started, yeah. So, yeah, Joe, you've been here, shoot. Going on when, my fourth year. Okay, you're about to start year four? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm actually on four. Or you're on year four, yeah. I'm about to start year four. Yeah. So, yeah, you started <laughs> a few months ahead of me. So, enough about work BS. Mm-hmm. Get it? Get it? Like that play on words? Yeah, BS, uh, here we go. <laughs> so... Talk about, like, your childhood. Like, what was your childhood like growing up in California? It was fun. You know, we went to the beach. Yeah. Uh, Big Bear, stuff like that. Big Bear's um, like a mountain town type thing. Yeah. Uh, it's cool because, uh, like, some of the UFC guys go out there and train. Oscar De La Hoya has a camp out there. Yeah, Pretty cool. fun. Yeah. Um, but growing up was fun, man. We I, I grew up in uh, with a family with, like, a bunch of cousins. Mm-hmm. So, um, we grew up all together. Yeah. I, try, I moved a lot, but we always stood together in family. Um, and then... I still have friends that I still talk to from 20 years ago now. Yeah. That we just, I just, and then, well, the main part of my childhood that I really do, really do love was the, like, 1999 all the way to, like, the, till, like, the early 2000s or something. Oh, yeah. Because that's when, like, middle school started happening and things like that. And wrestling, I was like, 1998 was when I first started getting into wrestling. And I lived in Ontario, California, and I started making friends. And ever since then, I was just like, man. It was awesome. I, yeah. I, I just skateboarding everywhere. Um, back home in California, Southern California, there's this market called Stater Brothers. They're kind of like jumbos, but like a little bit bigger. Okay. Uh, so we just skateboarded, razor scooters, just like 10 of us or 11 of us would ride down the streets and just, <laughs> yeah, you know, scooter yeah, like, like razor scooters, <laughs> That's um, awesome. bikes, skate. I was a skateboarder, so I, I would skateboard and just all of us just hang out and chill. Yeah. Down to, we'd drive down to Rialto Skate Park. It was fun, man. I yeah, those. those are my some of my best times. Yeah, dude. That's how I found out who I was as a kid. Right. Yeah. Nobody it, cared. It, it's crazy how like whenever you're a kid, you don't realize how much that's gonna impact the rest mm-hmm. of your life. You know what I mean? It's true. Because, I mean, if you could tell yourself, your ten year old self, you know, hey, you're gonna be in Enid, Oklahoma, in twenty years. You know what I mean? You'd be like, what the heck? Where's Enid? You yeah. know what I mean? And that as a kid, you're so carefree. And those were the, I mean, I remember as a kid just just waking up and the biggest worry that i had was what was on tv that day mm-hmm. you know what i mean i hope i was hoping rocket power was on before we went to the swimming pool and yeah. played around at the swimming pool all day and went home and played hide and seek that night and i mean the childhood memories were always always the best so you're huge into like music i like it yeah. you're one <laughs> of very few people that i know that knows how to play the guitar fluently what uh what inspired you to do I that <laughs> well I mean, yeah i mean you're <laughs> As no. far as like actually pick up a guitar mm-hmm. and you can hold your own a little bit from the people that I know, right. you're you're probably easily top three. I appreciate um, that, man. 
Like, what what got you into music? What what was it that was like, hey, I want to do that? My mom. Really? Yeah. She bought my first guitar at a pawn shop. Okay. We went to Fontana. Fontana's a city. It, so the Inland Empire, real quick, is, is made of a bunch of little cities. Okay. I and, got you. Um, yeah, yeah. So Fontana, Real. So they're all neighboring. Just small. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so Fontana Pawn Shop, which is still there, uh, we she surprised me on my birthday with a black guitar, uh, Squire by Fender. And I've had it ever since, um, man, before I moved here to Enid, I got robbed. Oh. I, I got okay. robbed. Some kid broke in and broke, stole everything, including that guitar. I was pissed. Um, so that my mom got me into that. And she bought me a little a little cheap amp mm-hmm. and guitar and everything. And then um, I just started listening to music. My mom was into, like, oldies. And then she was into, like, Melissa uh, Etheridge and Alanis Morissette. Things like that. So yeah. Like, like, I'm like, man, okay, cool. I started liking it. And then, like, Carlos Santana. She would listen to Carlos Santana, which I loved. Then I got myself into, like, Jimi Hendrix. And I started... It's weird. I started from the oldies and then, like, the 60s music. And then I, as a kid, grew into punk rock. Yeah, definitely. So I saw Blink-182, MXPX. I saw how they play. I would go to their shows. And I'm like, man, I want to do that. I was like, I, I thought the craziest thing was, like, how Eric Clapton would play with his eyes closed. Like, I'm like, how does he know that? And, and I know how just, to, yeah, I know how yeah. to do that now. I mean, repetition, it's, pretty, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, my mom got, my mom, I would say my mom was my biggest influence to get me in the guitar. That's cool. That's, I didn't know that actually. So that's, that's awesome. Music now, what do you, what are you listening to now? I listen to a, a lot of everything. You know, like they do the Spotify um, rap. Yeah. You heard of that? So I got a lot of eclectic in there. My, my, still my top, it, it is punk rock. It's. Okay, so we just had some technical difficulties on the very first episode. So you're talking about punk rock and kind of what you're listening to now. So Blink-182, I know, is a huge influence on you. And anybody that knows Joe knows that. What is it about Blink that you like? I mean, what is it that sets them apart from from the green days of the Nickelbacks? Oh. <laughs> Dude, the nickel, I can tell you a lot about Blink versus Nickel. No, I'm just kidding. What made them stand out for me was I, I was a kid when I caught in, got onto them, you know? I was in middle school, so I was... You know, poo-poo, pee-pee jokes were funny to me. Yeah, definitely. But, like, not, a lot of their newer stuff is not like that anymore, which I still enjoy. It's the energy of the music. The, the speed, the fast, melodic sound that what what caught me. Yeah. The drumming, you know? And just uh, the ability to hear, I guess, some of the, the people singing, they weren't great at what they did. Right. It made it seem like, hey, you can do that. Anybody can do it, yeah. Yeah, it That is. makes sense. I mean... That's yeah, crappy music, but I feel like I can do it, too. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, the lead singer, and I don't know hardly near as much as you do about Blink-22 or music in general, but, like, it does sound like some of those 90s punk rock bands. Anybody could literally pick up a mic and try to, if you're a guy, make yourself yourself try to sound like a girl and sing. You know what I mean? Well, no, no, no. Like, seriously, like, some of those, some of those, I mean, you look at, uh, like, Bowling Pursuit. Yeah, you're right. And some of those guys, it's like, okay, well, they're... This dude is like a full grown man and he sounds like he's 12. Yeah, you know what very, I mean? So, and nasal, and nasal yeah, vocals. Right. So, I mean, as a kid, you can definitely see that mm-hmm. appealing, you know? Yeah, I felt like, it, it, you know, an everyday Joe can do it type of thing. Right, exactly. So, okay. And it was so, fun to listen to, too. You right, know? yeah. I got in trouble a few times listening to their music. My uncle took away my CDs once in a while. <laughs> what the hell are you listening to? You know, the blow. It, I, and then they're talking about a yeah. bunch of BS on there. Mm-hmm. I did it again. God yeah, dang. Yeah. Dude, that's going to be hard. That's going to be hard not to say the word BS because I, I like saying the word. That's why I don't know why. It just, it, I don't know. 
so let's talk about like video games. Like what what video games growing up were you into? I was a Nintendo guy. Nintendo guy. Yeah, always sure. have been. Still, probably am. And honestly, I haven't grown into anything else after that. I honestly have not caught on to anything. Yeah. I try to play um, PS uh, Four mm -hmm. at Ruben's house, and um, he had this uh, Jason Voorhees game. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. And I guess you could play online, and he was online. And you can uh, be Jason and hunt the the campers, or you yeah. can be a camper and stay with and then run Jason. away. Yeah, I suck, dude. I used to. I couldn't murder anybody. <laughs> but so I, I was Super Nintendo all the way. My yeah, mom bought me one the, for Christmas, by the way. I, that was that was pretty fun to just do that. Yeah, but the Nintendo. I mean, even from the like the eighties, you know what I mean? Because that's when that really took off. Was around the eighties, and then you got the nineties. And some of the stuff from the 90s was just insane. You yeah. know what I mean? I remember I, the first time play, I played PlayStation at yeah. my cousin's house. Yeah. Because I played Sega and Super, and then I'm like, what the heck is this? Right, why is there a disc in that thing? I think it was Tekken. Yeah. I think it was Tekken. I don't know what it was. It was like, if you yeah. get knocked off the mat, you lose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what it, it was like. Weird. They had like Tekken Virtual Fighter. They had Maybe it was I that. Mean, everything back then. Mortal Kombat. I've always been kind of the same. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, obviously, yeah. is like the go-to for... Anybody in our age group, I mm -hmm. think. I know a couple of guys that are Tekken, but, but the majority's, I mean, Mortal Kombat. But if I was to get a, a console, I probably would go PS. Yeah. PlayStation. Just because I think it's it's slick. I just like how it looks. Right, yeah. The controllers, I mean, it's been in the game for so long. Yeah. I wouldn't mind the Switch. Because I love the, I love Mario still. Yeah. You know, I love I mean, you can't not Smash whenever, Brothers. Yeah, exactly. When you're our age and you grew up with like Super Mario Brothers and like Mario Three, I remember playing Mario Three like crazy with my dad. And dude, it, it's it, and it's a game that you can pick up and play anytime. Yeah. Uh, I got this little Nintendo thing that my son, my five year old son Hayden, he, I've been trying to teach him how to play video games, and he we stumbled upon a Excite Bike. I don't know if you ever remember that. It was like a little, it's like a dirt bike, a little guy, and it's a little track, and it's like a time trial game. Mm -hmm. And we were going through games and things like that, and then we found Excite Bike, and I remember playing that as a kid, and I was like, hey, a five-year-old could play this for sure. And he plays it nonstop, and he loves it, and he's he's getting better and better. So, hey, um, coordination, in it? Yeah, man, it, it really does help with that. I'm hoping uh, we get, I'm going to try, try to graduate him slowly but surely, you know what I mean? Because I'm not going to give him, like, my Xbox controller and tell him, right. hey, go play this game, no. You gotta start out where I started out, and then we can, we then we can get hey, there. Hey, when you fight King Koopa, then get back. To yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once you beat up Koopa Troopa, then let me know, and then we'll yes. and then we'll get you Stop on like on the Super Goombas. Nintendo or something. Yeah. So you're not necessarily into video games now. But you wouldn't say love, just kind of. Yeah, but I do like like um, Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, I've always was a fan of that kind of. Those stuff. games were awesome, and I think they were extremely underrated. I think the last one they actually came out with was on the uh, Xbox 360, maybe PS4, PS3 the type last stuff. I remember was like. It was, it was cool. a long time ago. Um, I love the stories behind it. Because I like yeah. comic books. Yeah, I like, definitely. Like Marvel and stuff. And they incorporated it with like Mega Man and stuff like that. Yeah. Like so that's what played. made it fun for me to watch. Yeah. And they had these just really cool characters. I, I just remember playing it in the arcade. But I think it was Capcom 2. Mm -hmm. um, you know, big old box. and just played against everybody. That was a fun one. And King of Fighters was a good one too. I liked. There's a lot of good fighting games that you could play at the arcade. I remember going to the Turtles arcade. Turtles of Time. Yeah, I mean, we we probably didn't have any arcades like you've seen back at home in, like, California where you go in and, like, there's arcades everywhere. We J didn't really James have that. Games was one of the only ones I remember going See, to a lot. we didn't have We have the one that's in the mall currently, and the mall sucks. The name it, the name on that, that uh, arcade is really cool, though. I would, I would the take pocket that, change? Yeah, I oh, would dude, take that's, that and run with it. That's genius. I mean, I'm sure there's probably other arcades out there with pocket change, but mm. that's a great name for, 
for an arcade. But yeah, and then they have that new VR place that we checked out. Yeah, I thought um, that was cool. Downtown Eden. So um, I'm gonna guess the majority of our listeners will probably be from our area. So if you haven't checked out like the uh, virtual arcade downtown, obviously they don't sponsor or anything like that. But the dude that owns it's really cool. He took me and Joe around to show us uh, show us everything, and he's got like four or five VR pods in there with. I mean, air hockey, basketball, retro arcade Huge games. So movie screen. really cool movie screen. Yeah, it's 4K and everything. So and, a nice and bar it's affordable. Too. It's what's crazy. It was only like 10, 15 bucks or something like that for that day. 20, uh, 20 unlimited too. Yeah, that's crazy. If you aren't Enid, go over there and check those guys out. They're pretty cool. But uh, movies. So we've been talking about Star Wars a lot lately. Yeah, because that new movie came out. So the new movie came out. You've Rise seen the new Skywalker. movie. Yeah, I, I, have. I have not seen it. Once we we started talking about it the other day. <laughs> I, last night, actually, I went and watched episode one, two, and three. I thought my wife was about ready to blow up, but she's <laughs> she was a sport about it. She hung in there and watched it with me. Um, I'm going to try to get the rest of them caught up so I can go see. The reason why is I want to see that new movie, and I want it to make sense. Yeah. What about, like... My sister-in-law is doing what you're doing, too. She oh, just like, going got, through? I, yeah, I, I took her with me, and she was like, well... She fell asleep. Yeah. She, she basically had a $5 nap. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It's... Star Wars has always been like one of those things that I remember as a kid. I was telling my wife this last night. As a kid, my dad used to take us to the movies at midnight every time they would come out. So we watched episode one, two, and three all at the movie theater at midnight. Is that why you like Jar Jar Binks? Yeah, dude, Jar Jar's the (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, I mean, it was just nostalgic for me. And and I was telling, uh, I think I was telling Sean or somebody today that the movies make so much more sense now you know what i mean when you're older mm-hmm. yeah you understand the you understand the, words. the verbiage in it as opposed to being an eight-year-old kid who's like where's the lightsabers and all the fights and stuff like mm-hmm. that so star wars is always pretty cool i want to see yoda where's yoda dude at? yeah yoda and in, in episode two i was like then he pop off and go crazy yeah he goes absolutely <laughs> nuts and my wife was like hey i'm gonna go uh she went to put clothes up or something like that and i said hey you're about to miss the coolest part of this movie because i knew i remember when i was a kid that yoda just yeah goes crazy and it's awesome and he's all little and just dude, doing yeah flips. doing flips everywhere and i remember as a kid like in the movie theater watching that movie everybody started cheering and stuff like that in the actual movie so it was pretty cool um that's a scene that i'll probably never forget but so yeah what other movies whatever movies are you into right now what what's good right now i'm not a huge movie guy so no, I, I i love movies man i just finished uh once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's a movie by Quentin Tarantino. Okay. He's the guy who did, like, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I got um, you. Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, yeah, I did awesome. that one. That was pretty cool. I just like to watch, sometimes, since I, I was a big Marvel guy, mm-hmm. so I've been watching all the Marvels, but I'm done with that now. I mean, Endgame came out, which was super good. Yeah. Um, like, once you're done with Star Wars, I think if you're into that, you can probably work your way up to the end game so yeah if you want to do that like, i dude i want to just because like a lot of time i feel like there's a yeah, there's a lot of time but i feel like that's a series that if i've just made myself watch like the first couple you know what i mean i think yeah. i just dive right into it but, but um, yeah, dude, like movie wise i still love the old classic movies like for christmas you know you got to watch your christmas movies oh yeah you know my number one is uh, christmas vacation with chevy chase oh yeah i love that movie yeah but like you know wedding crashers uh, i mean I love that movie. Who it's, doesn't love Wedding Crashers? <laughs> yeah, dude? Wedding dude. Crashers is awesome. It's quotable. Uh, any movie that's like quotable and like buddy buddy is funny right, to me. I, yeah. I like comedy. The the stepbrothers, the super troopers, mm-hmm. and 
stuff like that that we quote here nonstop. Yeah. And eventually, I'll have Murphy on the podcast, and he will probably quote you yeah. every movie that you can probably think of. So I'm I'm in the same way though. I like the, but there the are some one-liners out too. Yeah, man, there's some really good movies out um, that'll, that'll. You know, get, one get you. one movie that doesn't really that it caught me off guard, and I really really liked it. Like I caught myself watching it three times already. I think it's called Green Book. Green Book. It's about, I think you were talking about this the other day. It was like, um, so this Italian mobster guy, he's a bodyguard, and he's a bodyguard for this eccentric black piano player back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And he would beat people up, because back at, seg- you know, segregation, and they were yeah. racist towards him. And he was a wh- Italian, well, whatever, white is what he called him. Mm-hmm. He would protect this black dude. He goes, I don't care what you, what color you are, I'm just going to, you're paying me to protect you, and that's right. what I'm going to do. So he ended up making a friendship with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he found out that he ended up being gay. Being black and gay in the 60s was a no-no. Yeah, you, you know? didn't do that. For so sure. he didn't care, though. He was still his friend. Right. And he, the black guy was like, like took an off. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. So it was just a really good movie. Yeah. It, it won an award. It's a really good movie. I That's cool. Really, and I love that kind of movie, too. Like the Godfa- uh, Godfather. Mm. Italian movies like Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta. Goodfellas. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for those, too. I'll sit down <laughs> and watch those things, man. Yeah, yeah. When did this Greenleaf movie come out? I think it was like a year ago. Oh, okay. Ago. Okay, I didn't know if it, it was won or not. That's cool. That's cool. Let's talk about sports. You're See? a huge Dodger fan. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a baseball fan. Huge Dodgers. baseball fan, I would say. Los um, Angeles Doyers. He's a, let's see, what else? You're a Clippers fan? I'm a Clippers fan. You're, and this and was pre-Blake, before pre-Blake. Blake. Pre-Blake, that, that's true. Okay. That's true, you gotta give it to him, because it's Alton pre-Blake. Alton Brand, Corey McGetty, so, yeah. Chris Kamen, yeah. uh, Sam Cassell. Dude, Sam Cassell could hoop. Yeah, dude, I, I watched him before. I went to see a few of their live, yeah, well, I went to go see them a few times, my church, because yeah. they were cheap. Oh, yeah. They, they suck. Well, the thing is, is whenever we were kids, it was all about the Lakers, so nobody really yeah. wanted to go to the Clipper game. And I was never a Laker fan. Like, all That's my crazy. cousins, all my friends, Raiders, Lakers, Cowboys, stuff like that. Yeah. But I was always like, shoot, my church had free tickets, I'll go to that, and it ended up, you know, rolling into, like, a real fandom. Yeah. It's easy to do, man. Like, that's how I started being a Chiefs fan. Like, I went down there with Michael. This was probably seven years ago or something like that. Just something crazy. Once I stepped foot in that place, I was like, dude, this place is awesome. Yeah, that and might it's happen easy to, to get hooked. I'm not I mean, a football fan, dude, but if I go to a Chiefs game, maybe I'll become a Chiefs fan. Yeah, dude, it's it, it's easy to do. It's very easy to do. With sports and things like that, uh, we were talking about uh, Garrett Cole the other day. Yeah. Sure. And how we both have the same hatred toward Garrett Cole in the Astros. I don't like the Astros, dude, since 2017. Yeah, I mean, it's easy Jerks, to hate them. It's easy to hate them. Did I find out that they cheat to win that World yeah, Series? Yeah, I know, dude. Strip them and give it back to the Dodgers. <laughs> give it to the Dodgers, there you go. <laughs> yeah, now he's going against the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, he signs with the guy. Yankees, and it's Boston. like, dude, like, and I'm a Red Sox fan, so I'm like, I don't like you, like, Even times more. five now. So, it's it's easy to not like Garrett Cole and, and the Yankees in general. Dude, I don't think the Houston Astros will be as strong. Well, you know, they, did, they do got their... They're Granky and Justin Verlander still, but now that the the Angels, which are yeah, have like Rendon, which right. is another bat in their lineup, I think it might give them a, a little bit of a, a fight for that title. I West. think so. I think I think it'll be inter- more interesting <laughs> than what we've seen in the past. I think yeah. the Astros are going to not going to blow it out anymore. No, no, they won't. They won't own that. Even the West and, and for the National League, Dodgers, mm-hmm. they they lost their one of their best starter pitchers with with um, Ryu, and then the Dodgers, I think, have some fight. Have something to go against now. Yeah, Padres I mean, it's now. Tough. Yeah, shoot, they got the Padres. Colorado's always been in the fight. That's about yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, Giants it, look like they're going to just the Giants. Well, it's it's tough because the Giants just traded Bumgarner, and it's like, oh yeah, he's what, going to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. So it's it that'll be interesting. But yeah, so as far as sports goes, like, do, what's your favorite memory about like any sport you could ever think of? Like, what's what's that one thing that was three. like this is this is sports, and this is why I love it. Well, I have three. It's crazy because I have a football memory, basketball memory, and a baseball memory. Okay. My baseball memory is my first Dodger game ever. Mm-hmm. My uh, my Theo Jerry, Theo means uncle. Okay. Okay. I didn't so know. So my my Theo Jerry took me and all. He has six kids, and half of them are boys, half of them are girls. Okay. So we took all the boys and me and his and his brother. We drove all the way to Alley to the Dodger Stadium, and we saw my first Dodger game. Uh, we saw Sean Green, which he's like a legend. Mm-hmm. Well, to us, to Dodger fans. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I think he hit like two home runs that game or something like that. We got a free Sean, Sean Green t-shirt that day. That was a good memory. Yeah, definitely. that was a good memory. Uh, ate some Dodger dogs. First game ever. It was fun. Yeah. That was my favorite memory from them. The basketball memory was a Clipper game. Mm-hmm. And then I I wouldn't say I met her, but I was super close to uh, Kyla Pratt. Oh, what? You know who Kyla the, Pratt is? The uh, odd, uh, what was it? She was the from Odd a, Family. Or, uh, what was it? Proud Family. She was for, she's the Proud Family. For Penny Proud. She's yeah. The voice of Penny, Penny, Penny Proud, Proud yeah. and Eddie Murphy's daughter and Nutty Professor. Yeah, okay. I, she, yeah. I thought she was cute. I was like, what? <laughs> Me and my friend Jameson was like, dude, that's Kyla Pratt right there. I was like, yes. <laughs> that's awesome. And then the Clippers did win. Yeah. Um, uh, and my baseball, my football memory would be a UCLA game. The yeah. only football game I've ever been to was a UCLA game. Mm-hmm. I played against Arizona, which they won. And I uh, saw some hotties there. There you Ooh, go. Pretty good memory. Dude, that's the day I downloaded the, <laughs> that dating app for free glasses. And yeah, it was a So fun you got day. free glasses if you downloaded the dating app? Yeah. At the football game? Mm-hmm. And I did it. <laughs> this is before my uh, my wife. Way before her. Right. <laughs> um. So Sarah, don't get mad if you're going to listen. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my memories, man. So like, let's talk about, right before we go into our rapid fire questions, let's talk about wrestling a little bit. Um, you said you started off being a wrestling fan in the 90s. What do you think about the wrestling state today? What do you, what do you think about, like, WWE, AEW? Like, what do you think the... Do you think that's going to be, like, a legit competitor eventually? I don't think yeah, right now I think, they quite I think, are, I really but... do think so. Because a lot of people, from what I read or just see on interviews and, like, shoot shoot interviews, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, off, off color stuff. Yeah. I, I hear a lot of wrestlers getting tired of not being able to do what they want to do. Yeah. Like, hey, I want my character to do this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, creative will get in, in the way. I think they're going to get really tired of that once they're done with it. I think they might jump ship to, like, a different promotion. It might yeah. not be. And it might not be, yeah, like you might said. Not AEW, it might not be AEW. It might be NWA, which mm-hmm. they're starting a new. The power deal is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, um, yeah, I heard about that. Or even just anybody else. Yeah. TNA, anything else. Yeah, there's, gonna, there's always an alternative, and that's what's awesome about wrestling right now is there's an actual alternative that will compete and it's like dude i feel like a kid again watching wwe and wcw now it's not quite to that magnitude yet but it could get there i think you know what i mean with some of the talent over AEW and with wwe doing the they're locking these wrestlers down to like these 10-year contracts and things like that it's like dude they're gonna grow to hate you but i mean we'll see we'll see if that pays off for them but like who's who's your favorite wrestler right now Oh, would you get mad if I say Chris Jericho? <laughs> I mean, no, no, I, dude, I grew up with Chris Jericho. I loved him. Him and Stone Cold were my top dudes. Favorite wrestler right now? Well, can we go by, the, like, uh, company? Sure. Why not? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I, I really, that's a tough question. Like, that's for me, question. for me, I'm, I'm like, okay, AEW, <laughs> it's got to be, like, Sammy Guevara. 
Sammy Guevara. See, dude, see, these new guys. Dude, that, Sammy's good. Sammy's Sammy's crazy good. And then WWE, I mean, you could always go with like the Raw. You could always go with the safe play with Rollins or Ricochet or someone like that. Ricochet is dope. And, I really like Ricochet. Yeah, he's really cool. What about in like 2000? Who was your favorite wrestler? In 2000? Yeah. I just I liked Chris Jericho, man. Dude, all the way through. I did. I was a Chris way. Jericho since since '99. I think he. Did you watch in. him in WCW? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, because I the way I got into WCW was through the '64 video games. Yeah, dude, WWE those, dude, this, this or WWF WCW video games are way better. They were way better. Yeah, way better. Warzone was crap. Yeah. And then like Nitro, WWE, yeah. like was it NWA? NWA versus WCW. WCW like Nitro. Or something yeah, it had like, like Hogan. Revenge. Yeah, it was yeah. Revenge. Hogan versus like Goldberg was on the cover. Yeah. They were way better video games quality than these WWF yeah, until but, like. Yeah. WrestleMania 2000 or like right, No Mercy no came Mercy out. Came that was out. huge. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, um, Stone Cold man was. When, when did he retire? Man, it had to have been like oh six or something like. That. I could be completely off on that. I'm just taking a guess in the dark, but it seems like he's been out for a while now. Yeah, and it could be it could be a little later than that even, but because I you know, know I like really Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I liked him for a, a while too. Yeah, he's he's got to like for sure. I mean, I, even in his heel character, I think he plays a better heel character than he does a babyface, just because he's he's he makes you hate him, and that's what those yeah. good wrestlers do, you know. As much as I hated CM Punk, I kind of liked him too, dude. I know that's what sucks about CM Punk. It's like, man, like he had everything. He had the whole wrestling world in his hands, and then he's like <laughs> was genuinely unhappy, and so he left. And I think you'll see him back in a WWE ring Probably. before you know it. Hopefully. With him doing the WWE backstage stuff like that. I mean, once you kind of sniff it, like, you, you're going to get in. It's like addicting. If you're a true wrestler, I think. Yeah, I like, think so. You, Which he is. It's just like, like, I, you know, come on. Right. You're, you're doing the backstage thing. Yeah. It, Why not? Right, exactly. Might give, as well give, give him, him his shot. ice cream bars already. Right, <laughs> give him his damn ice cream bars. Okay, so let's get into these. I'm just going to give you some rapid-fire questions. Um, we have not gone over these. These are going to be straight off the top of your dome. So I got to answer them like that, no thinking? Yeah, no thinking. Just give me your answer. Okay. Okay, if you had one superpower, what would it be? Uh, teleport. Teleport? Okay. Yeah. So I don't be late to work. Like, hey, I've been here, man. <laughs> yeah, I've been here. <laughs> uh, best gift you've ever received? Best gift I've ever received? Uh I'm guessing that guitar my mom gave me. Yeah, definitely. That's probably my best. Um, any tattoos? No tattoos. Think about tattoos. I've thought about Maybe. tattoos back in the day when I was like hardcore into punk rock music. Right. Yeah. But um, no, I never got no? tattoos. No. Never, never thought about it. Now, even. I did put my really? mom, my put mom's mom, name. Yeah, yeah. I, cool. I have thought about that. Yeah. Or my kids' names, something that I know won't leave me. Right. Exactly. What's your favorite TV show? The Office or The Simpsons. My wife likes The Office. She love it. I was watching that the other day with her, and she it, it was actually it's pretty funny. It's dry comedy. It, it really is. Dude. You gotta be into it. <laughs> yeah. If you had a spirit animal, what would it be? A tiger. A tiger. Yeah. Apple or Android? Um, Android. Android. I guess we can stop with that. I mean, I'm done. No, Keep I'm going. Kidding. I want to hear. I'm just kidding. Kidding. No, okay, uh, I get it. Uh, who would play you in a movie of your life? You know what? That's a good. That's a good question. I would say Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. I, I could see young, that. Young Jim Carrey. I could see that, or like a Steve Carell. Okay. Type guy. I could. I'll take that. Uh, I would okay. like Jim Carrey though. Name a book you've read that positively shaped you. The Bible. Bible. If your house was on fire, what two things would you run back in to get, other than your kids and wife? Oh, okay. I was gonna leave my wife. There. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dang. Uh, leave my other than my kids and wife. Uh. Shoot, dude. 
Um, my acoustic guitar and my laptop. Okay. If you could have any three people dead or alive over for dinner, who would they be? My mom, my friend Trax, and uh, I, I, those are two. Those are two passed away ones. And I'll do a live one. I want to have dinner with uh, Big Show. Big Show. All yeah, because right. I'm gonna make him cook and pay <laughs> oh. for it. So I want to see what kind of meal he brings me. That's awesome. What's your go-to song right now? My go-to song right now, dude. Um, you know what? I like Kendrick Lamar's Love. Yeah. I've, okay. I've been listening to that. Okay. I think I, it, that, yeah. Just on instrumental even. I don't even hear his uh, voice. Dude, it's good. It's really good. What's your dream car? It was a black Camaro. Black Camaro. It was. Was. What is it now? Uh, well, my dream car of all time. Dream car of all time. time. You had to pick one for the rest uh, of your life. Volkswagen Type 2 bus. <laughs> Lime green. I remember you telling me Lime that. green. Oh my White gosh, top. dude. That's White crazy. Uh, if you weren't a Stuart Nissan, what would you be doing? Probably doing some kind of like schooling to get to get like a trade. Yeah. Or probably going back to the uh, oil field job that I got. Okay. Yeah. I've been offered to get back there, so right. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's steady money. Yeah. Easy money. Okay. Or maybe that job that your mom might give me. Remember? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that Nick turned down. Yeah. God, I can't believe you did that. Let's see. If you could be from any other decade or era, what would it be? The 80s. The 80s. I could see that. Because that I mean, way I could have guessed that. In the 80s, I can live it, and then I'll be just transforming right in the 90s, baby. Right. The 90s yeah. is where I want to be. Right. Be a little older in the 90s. You know? Yeah. Know and what's enjoy coming. it. Yeah. And be I can take all the songs I know and then learn them. There you go. And beat everybody to it. Yeah. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk. Milk chocolate. I can't stand dark chocolate. It's nasty. It's gross. Um, describe yourself as a teenager in three words. Um, stupid, <laughs> energetic, <laughs> and fun. Okay. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, people lying about me. Saying things that ain't true. Okay. Ly lying on my name. Put some respect on that, bro. <laughs> what's your favorite movie? Ever. Favorite movie ever. Um, I'm going to say Space Jam. Space Jam? Dude, that's a good one. That's It, it, it gets a nostalgic reason. My grandma yeah. bought me the VHS. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, it's just memories. Dude, yeah. Like, it, it, it ties into my nana. And Space Jam's awesome too. Um, who doesn't like Space Jam's on right now? If Space Jam's on, watch it. You'll watch it, yeah. What's your favorite video game ever? Favorite video game ever? Shoot. Uh, Super Nintendo? Or does, does it, ever, ever? Ever? You gotta pick one. Uh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Original? Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Okay, like Diddy Kong Country and things like that? Yeah, Donkey Kong Country is what oh, I Okay, say. Donkey Kong. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, last question. If you could prescribe the world something and they had to do it for 30 days, what would it be? Well, be be, uh, be honest. Be nicer, I guess. Okay. That way, Can't uh, lie. Yeah, that way, like, you know, like, it helps out with our dealership, too. Like, hey, do you want to buy this? You know, are we going to buy, you want to waste my time or are we going to go to the next customer? Right. Oh, I'm going to waste your time. Bye. Yeah, you know? exactly. That would be awesome. So that's, that way we're just like. That's perfect. It helped them out, too. Can you go any lower? I have to say yeah. Yeah, you'd have to say yes. You know, you never know. Nobody could lie for 30 days. That's a good one. All right, Joe. Well, hey, thanks for being my first guinea pig, man. Um, yeah. We'll uh, get another episode up. I'm going to try to get something next week with my best man in my wedding, Justin Shelight, and then maybe have uh, some Slick Nick on maybe. So um, Sean Murphy. Too. Sean, yeah, get Murphy on here. Get a couple other guys. Um, get some other people that uh, maybe more people will know of too. I mean, m the main goal for this is to – really dig into somebody's like background you know i want to know more about people especially my good friends you know there's some things that there's i mean sitting here with joe for the last hour i mean i feel like i've learned more about him 
just by some of the stories he's told. So, but yeah, that's, that's the goal with this podcast. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully have that next episode up next Saturday and, uh, we'll, we'll just keep it moving. So that's a sweet, uh, I want to let you know that that is a really, really, I'm kind of jealous. I was telling Brett, I was kind of jealous of the, uh, the intro dude. Okay. So cool. the intro, the intro, uh, <laughs> there's a website called Fiverr and, uh, there's this guy that you can, uh, that you can hire to, uh, do your voiceovers and your intros and things like that. So, um, I may have him do some more as we go, but, uh, I know that Murphy's really good at throwing his voice too. So I might have to steal him for free, but thank you guys for listening to a little bit of BS. We'll see you guys next time.